I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Give a man a microphone and he's going to use it. Jamie Green has an opinion and he's not afraid to share it. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. This is Uncle Green's rant of the day. It's actually uh, Uncle Jutel's rant of the day. I just wanted to play that out um, before Olivier oh Jutel was on the show. <laughs> You've heard that before, surely. Network, man. Yeah. You really, you, you really struck a chord, man. You're tugging at my heartstrings there with Network. <laughs> I knew I would be. Surely you What a great film. Fantastic film. Brilliant film. Underrated. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 just glorious, mm. and um, obviously it presages Glenn Beck, Alex Jones, and Trump. I mean, because the point about um, oh my God, what's his name? The the uh, the dude, yeah. the rancher. I, I'm blanking. Um, is that we can't we can't pull away from the train wreck? And you look at Trump, and it's like, you know, he views the presidency by TV ratings, and like right now his TV ratings are like dynamite. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm breaking my rules and watching MSM. You know, I'm watching CNN and stuff because it's just you know it's the it's the car crash thing. Wow, wow, you're watching. Oh, I can't believe it. Can't believe it. I know. Anyway, we're not I here know. to talk about uh, American politics, or because we don't. We just no. You know, hell no. We don't have that long. Uh, so let's just talk about uh, little old New Zealand. Um, now, I, I I noticed well because we talk and I, I see your stuff on Facebook, and I noticed you've been um, getting a little bit uh, heated over a few things, a hot under the collar, I should say. Um, ah. And lately, it's um, you know there, there's been talk talk for a long time that. Um, Australia's relaxed immigration laws for Kiwis uh, was a way of mm-hmm. uh, people to come to New Zealand to use New Zealand um, as a backdoor to get into Australia. Come here, get residency, get citizenship, uh, and then it makes it a lot easier for them to get into Australia. And now it looks like um, you know Labor, or at least David Parker, uh, is backing up those claims uh, and um, seems to be wanting to use that as an argument to slow down immigration here. Yeah, so... Listen, I mean, it, it was a tough week in and around, uh, you know, Anzac Day. Obviously, the irony there is uh, not lost on, on most Kiwis. Uh, you, you had the Australian government say that um, the naturalization pathway for New Zealanders would be increased from five years to ten years. Mm-hmm. And it's a ten-year period over which you had to earn, you know, something like $55,000 per year. And then a week after Anzac Day, you had the announcement uh, out of the blue that uh, Australia would be revoking the rights of Kiwis to um, study at Australian universities and that as domestic students. And, I mean, the, the fees at Australian universities are, are pretty eye-watering. Um, but also uh, you're, you're hearing that uh, federal governments will then uh, also make it difficult for the children of, of Kiwis to attend local schools at a domestic rate. So this is a huge... Um, I mean, you know, Kiwis go over there, they, they pay their taxes, they're not entitled to welfare. We know what's been happening with, um, you know, the prisoners, uh, New Zealand residents that, you know, do over 10 months and then get treated, get locked up into this uh, prison system for, for migrants and for, for immigrants, which is, which is truly horrendous. So it's, mm. it's definitely tough, you know, as Kiwis to be treated 
um, the way Australia tends to treat immigrants. I mean, let's let's be real here. Yeah. Australia has an absolutely horrendous, horrific record. And there's one of these moments where you know I wish Honey Hathaway was in the public life because he would, you know, he would drop some knowledge, some kind of knee-jerk, instinctual reaction and assessment of Australian immigration policy. So. And, and and listen, I mean, we also got to be honest with ourselves too. Like we're 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 little brother, and uh, well, are we, we really wanted to to are we little brother? Are we even a brother? It seems to me like we're. Are we even a brother? I, yeah, I, I think we're the, I the mean, half if brother. We to, yeah, yeah, we're the step brother or something, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, but go on. Yeah. Sorry. And it's if if we wanted to have like some kind of tit for tat thing, it's like like when your little brother wants to come fight you and like you hold them by the forehead and they swing and they can't even touch you and you laugh at that <laughs> i'm laughing man. and that's that's that sucks and i mean literally like as kiwis i think the only thing we can do right now is just binge watch flight of the concords mm. and kind of go through that <laughs> uh but so this i i honestly don't know what it is that we can do in this moment um you know are we going to have tariffs on kangaroo meat or i don't know but what we should not be doing is is selling out our values and our principles yeah. and frankly david parker seems all too willing to do that now so this uh happened uh forgive me was it the start of the week um there was a it was leaked that uh the Australian foreign minister said to Bill English that they had these concerns, that we were like a soft backdoor into Australia. And, you know, it kind of reminds me like when the Mossad would come here and, like, uh, forge our passports because they're worried about New Zealand as the soft underbelly. And when, when a foreign government makes these kinds of claims about us, we, we don't like that. You know, like, it's like, you know, stay out of our business. And, um, you know, listen, I'm no fan of the National Party, but they're in a, they are in a genuinely difficult position, and I'm not sure what they can really do about that. But for then, uh, for David Parker to attack the Prime Minister on the basis of, of, of this premise and using Australian immigration policy as a benchmark, so the quote is, the Australians, as the Prime Minister has now admitted, are repeatedly raising these concerns about backdoor entry for some recent migra migrants. Why is the government not addressing those issues? I would say it's because they refuse to have an honest debate with New Zealanders about what the effects of these high rates of migrations are on New Zealand settings as well. It's, it's shocking to me. Mm. It's, I, I couldn't believe it. I, could, I had to reread it. Like, am I missing something here? The Labour Party immigration spokesperson is saying that we should aspire to the values of the Australian kind of migration system. Shocking. It is shocking. Anyway. It's terrible. And uh, it, 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 yeah. listen, we're actually kind of, New Zealanders are, are quite well respected globally. We're seen as an, um, we, you know, we've got a reputation as a nice kind of tolerant people. And, you know, I think the Springbok tour was an important kind of, uh, moment in our history, and we've been kind of resting on the laurels of some of that for a very long time. But again, you know, the Labour Party seems to think that labor politics or working class politics is the appeal to kind of angry white manism, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, idiotic, and it speaks to an incredible lack of political imagination. All right? I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not an expert in this area, but our, you know, the crisis around housing, it's not, it's not an immigration problem. 
it's an infrastructure problem, and the fact that we do not have the political will or imagination to think outside a kind of neoliberal uh, rubric of fiscal responsibility. And, and I'm talking about the Green Party here as well. Like, uh, you know, we're just tinkering, tinkering around the, the edges, and, um, you know, it leads us into the politics of Phil Twyford saying, oh, you know, look at these Chinese names, you know? It's kind of like you've got an embarrassing mate at the party, and you've got a friend, and he's like, you know, what kind of Asian are you? Well, no, actually, I'm a third-generation Kiwi. Like, that's, that's, what, that's what the Labor Party is doing right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but are they, anyway. try, are, are they trying to future-proof us? You know, we, we, we're heading into an era of uh, automation um, so and uh, AI and, and things like that. We're going to have less and less uh, mm-hmm. working-class jobs. Um, uh, right. uh, uh, you know, and 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 um, be, you know, I know we are having a problem with housing, uh, but that, is that really going to be the big issue in twenty years' time? Is it going to be that, or is it going to be um, social welfare? Is it going to be, um, you know, uh, oh my God, I just saw someone fall in their ass. Sorry, that was so funny. <laughs> um, Very good. I, I was looking out the window. An apt uh, metaphor. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, but you know, is you know. That that's going to be a huge issue in the future. There's there's no doubt about it. There's right. there's no ways around it. So I mean, See, uh, are you're we bringing just bringing up big issues? Yeah, yeah, you're but bringing uh, up big issues, Jamie. Uh, you know, so and, so uh, eventually, um, you know, the more people we let in, the, and the less jobs that are being, you know, eventually going to be created and jo- jobs being taken away, we, we're going to have uh, um, uh, more trouble. We're going to have more trouble um, just feeding the country, uh, let alone uh, housing them. Hold up, hold up. Okay. We're not going to have any problems feeding the country, okay? We are actually a couple of things. I, oh man, I want to feeding in terms of having the money to support um, a family and feed them uh, yourself. I don't mean in okay, terms well, of uh, look, food production. Look, you know, capitalism produces enough, uh, you know, food to feed the world two times over. Oh yeah. The problem is, what is the mechanisms of distribution? So scarcity. And listen, New Zealand is is a ridiculous historical accident of imperialism in which we're just kind of like this factory that produced i mean the english industrial revolution was built on outsourcing agriculture to places like new zealand so we're ridiculously underpopulated okay we're like one of the least densely populated places um in the world and this is where but we like that. talk about a sustainable uh kind of immigration policy of one percent or whatever i mean it's kind of it's like nonsense like we are there is incredible abundance to support uh i mean look i'm i don't want to pick a number here but more than the forty thousand uh i believe the number at one percent is forty thousand migrants per year the green policy want now we're also at this big international crossroads like trump is there everybody is kind of basically building a compound around their countries and kind of putting a mean dog outside and um and so we have a kind of decision about what kind of country we want to be in that moment and listen you know so i'm in academia and people want to go to new zealand you know they think about this as this kind of you know, last kind of nice place that's open and, and all the rest of it. So there is a tremendous amount of opportunity there, all right, if, if, if we think about these things in a bigger way. Now, on the question of automation and the so-called post-work, um, you know, economy, is our job, you know, our, is, is the job of our kind of leaders and politicians to kind of manage, manage us into a new feudalism, or is it to start talking about, like, well, where do we need work in society? Do we need teachers? Do we need nurses and, uh, you know, all types of different forms of social labor that 
the traditional factory is not going to supply, that the labor market, you know, in a kind of private sector capitalist economy is not going to supply. So, you know, let's talk about let's talk about what a universal wage might be like or any of these other big ideas. Yes, it's very much the time for big ideas, but we're not getting any of that. We're just getting let's manage this kind of dwindling uh kind of set of uh social resources that we're you know, we're not going to recommit to reinvesting in education, the social welfare state, or any of those things that's made New Zealand great historically and made the Labour Party great historically, mm-hmm. we're just going to kind of batten down the hatches. And that's, um, it's politically stupid because, again, how do you win politically by parroting the, the, the mantras and the discourses of, of your political opponents? Now, it was the Green Party, right? They said, it's with fiscal responsibility that we win, trust from Kiwis, clean up our rivers, solve the housing crisis, and tackle climate change. What? What? <laughs> I mean, like, this is, this is when you adopt the enemy's language, we're in big trouble. So, yeah. Um, so I'm out with that. Yeah, I, I mean... And I know politics is not, it's not this big philosophical kind of salon discussion, but if you don't have some kind of vision, then we're, then we're really in big trouble. I mean, all, all parties have always used um, the Greens and Greens with the purse strings as a big bow against them, a bow, you know, and, and, and people mm-hmm. listen to that. People, so they, the Greens want to get it out there that they can be fiscally responsible, so they be, can become a real major player, and then that's fair enough for their own ambitions. I think. Um, I know that you don't want them to sound, uh, you know, like everybody else, and I still think with a lot of their economic policies, they're not. But they also want to be seen as being able to be responsible. Otherwise, they're not going to get into any position to do anything that they want to do, which, for the most part, is great for the nation in terms of uh, so the environment. If I look at, if, if I look at. If I look at what's happening um, on the left wing of politics globally, that's that's interesting, and is not you know totally kind of depressing. I mean, look, you know, this guy Bernie Sanders, who's like a kind of charismatic Bermuda Triangle, um, is wildly by far the most popular politician in the U.S. Uh, now Jeremy Corbyn's got some issues, but again, you have a reinvigorated membership. Um, and, and listen, you have a really dysfunctional party over there that's completely hamstringing him. But what both those examples show is that people want authenticity, and they want you to believe in what you believe in. Like, so, you know, I'd say the, the, a lot of the votes that uh, Bernie Sanders won in areas that the Democratic Party had not been winning votes for a very long time, it's not so much that these people all start to become social democrats, but they say, hey, this guy actually has some convictions and some principles that he stands on and so it is you're really damaging your political brand i feel when you play to the kind of enemies you know who is it i mean it's the christian brethren that have been saying this kind of stuff sending out flyers about the green parties for decades and like i mean do you not want to vigorously stand up to those ridiculous caricatures of your party you know like uh that's again and 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 I, I struggle to find where we have the kind of seeds for some kind of mass, you know, socially conscious kind of popular popular uprising like uh, we've seen in those two other kind of examples. I only see this kind of talk reinforcing New Zealand First. Now, if New Zealand First is a necessary evil to make a coalition government, let's you know make sure they're at a 
5%, not 12% or higher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, David Parker is never going to win that issue away from Winston Peters. Winston yeah. Peters owns, you know, xenophobia. That is, that's his wheelhouse. That's where he's been politically in New, Ze- in New Zealand for the last two decades. So it's politically stupid on top of the moral problems here. Well, one would think that kind of uh, carry on and talk is only uh, viable for maybe the next three elections, and then we're going to be, uh, you know, the majority of people coming through uh, voting. Uh, aren't going to be mm-hmm. those, you know, uh, um, you know, those right. people that grew up on those uh, older Kiwi values that uh, are not really uh, the kind of values we want to be living by these days. If you know what I mean, I don't really want to say the things because you know uh, I don't want to accuse no, 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 listen, anyone. People, oh man, you know you should. I mean, look, it's patchy. Not not every not every uh, young kid grows up in a whatever socially liberal milieu and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The the stuff that my kids learn at school compared to what I learned at school is unbelievable. I, at school biology class, I, ser- I still learned like you know race science and the most hideous kinds of nonsense. So like, yeah, the young <laughs> the young kids are all right. If there's a few, they're not going to get the world that they deserve. No, no. But um, the kid the kids are all right. Yeah, they are right. Hey, we 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 we've, we've gone on, we've gone on, and we've run out of time. We have. I had more things I wanted what do you to think say. The new Mac DeMarco uh, record. That's uh, the fifth time he's asked me now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and non-binaries alike. Uh, and I, every time I tell you, what well, this is the, I think it was last week's feature album on the Drive Show. So um, I haven't heard it. How was it? Oh yeah. my god. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive, I, I'm a huge fan of Dad Rock. I'm a huge fan of Yacht Rock. Um, you know, so it works yeah, for me. And- that's right. Ditto. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto on that. I, uh, listen, yeah. I didn't even get to talk about capital gains tax and blah, blah, blah. But um, that was fun. Hey, you're always welcome on the show. So, we, you, know, you know, maybe we should have a wee segment. A weekly thing. Well, listen, I'll try not to harass you in your DMs. <laughs> All right, Olivier. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy um, enjoy uh, whatever it is you'll be doing today. I guess you'll be um, teaching young, uh, malleable minds uh, the right way to think uh, over right. there in uh, the University of the South Pacific in Fiji. Uh, thank you very much, my friend. Um, hopefully, um, you, yeah, we'll talk again uh, sometime very soon. Um, all right. Au revoir. Peace.